conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples Podcast. This is episode number 100, Whoop. which again, is just an arbitrary number, let's be real. But, but, we're going to celebrate 100, 100 episodes in a row, we've done it. Hey! And for the listeners who started with us, thank you for sticking with us. You rock. Because uh, we've evolved a lot yes we've evolved a lot okay before we jump into this <laughs> we appreciate your unconditional love <laughs> yeah yeah seriously thank you so much for we've gotten better mm-hmm. we've gotten better we'll just leave it there okay so uh first and foremost thank you to next level podcast solutions for producing a hundred episodes Go of you. this podcast wowza yeah we in 2023 produced 1700 it's insane. More than 1,700 episodes total between the 52 crazy clients. It's insane. I, I keep saying 52. I don't know if it's 48 or 56, yeah. but it's it's a lot. It's awesome. Thank you, NLPS. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. As always, my love, uh, ladies first, what is your intention for today's episode? So I didn't even say the episode title. Oh you my didn't. Goodness. You didn't. Episode number 100. What is it, love? <laughs> the two <laughs> biggest relationship unlocks. And I want everyone picturing that lovely giant lock. And I want to, per my intention for this episode, is I want to help more relationships thrive, quite frankly. Not just survive, not just coast, but genuinely thrive. And we know that that's possible because we have so many clients at this point. We, we have helped to thrive. And so we want to bring in... In this centennial episode, one of the two of the biggest things that will help to unlock your relationship. Centennial. Yeah. So with that being said, I wanted to share a real life story with each and every single one of you. Hopefully this resonates with you. And I know if you're listening to this episode, for sure, you're going to feel the vibe. So I was talking to a client recently and she is hyper growth oriented. She's so jazzed up for the new year. She's super excited to have her goals and already get started on them. And a couple of years, or a couple of days before the new year, she approached her partner. A couple of years before the new year? A couple of years before. <laughs> she was super reactive. No, a couple of days before the new year, she approached her partner and was like, hey, babe, let's talk goals. Let's talk dreams. Let's talk intentions for 2024. And her partner was like, yeah, game automatically started to go to the computer, type out this whole little prompt and ended up printing out an activity that they could do with their whole family. A couple days later, which I believe was like New Year's Eve, the whole family is sitting around the table and her partner is leading this activity, growth oriented activity. The only problem is, while that was awesome, in hindsight, really the only problem was, is the fact that my client felt extremely unseen unheard and undervalued. Now, why is that? And this is where the crux of a lot of challenges of relationships really start to come down to. 
because she knew in her heart of hearts, she should have been leading that activity. And so what happens after that? That's where all the gold is in helping you and your partner this year in 2024 unlock your relationship so that each one of you can thrive. And that's what we're going to get into in this topic. So Emilia and I, in our relationship, we have something we call steamrolling. So there have been times where the less capable, less aware partner is leading when they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And so there have been times where Emilia has steamrolled me when I should be leading. And there's definitely times where I've steamrolled her when she should be leading. And that's kind of what this partner did is the, the partner that was less growth oriented didn't have New Year's resolutions, didn't even think about it. And then all of a sudden got insecure when she got asked and then steamrolled the whole thing. Yeah. And kind of overswung based on that insecurity. When in reality, the the more growth oriented partner would have liked to it, it have been a more collaborative effort. So what are the two unlocks? The first one is humility. Had the non-growth oriented partner, or I should say less growth oriented partner, had the humility to just be honest and say, I actually haven't set New Year's resolutions. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. What are yours? Can you please lead? I can I can be guided by I'm you. I'm happy Thank to you. be your co-pilot. But the second one, so the first unlock is humility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which partner is not being super humble? Because whenever steamrolling is happening, it's usually because one of the partners isn't humble enough. Can we define humility for our listeners? Okay. So this is actually really difficult. Um, I think a lot of people think of humility as outward modesty. Mm-hmm. And I think of humility as someone who is actually confident, but knows that they don't know everything, knows when they should or shouldn't lead. Mm-hmm. So for example, at the beginning of producing this podcast, I think you had a couple hundred episodes, maybe 150 episodes of Evolve Ventures Tech. Yep. And I had uh, over a thousand. Yeah. And we also had a production company that produces podcasts. And I remember at the beginning, you're so used to leading. Mm-hmm that you were kind of leading. And I I remember I had to kind of take the marker, so to speak, in the whiteboard Mm -hmm. and say, sweetheart, I really think that I I should be leading. And that's the second one, which is courage. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I don't think you had a ton of humility of, hey, babe, you have a thousand episodes, you produce podcasts, like you drive and I'll I'll co-pilot. And and I didn't have, I actually did in this instance, I had courage. I had the courage to actually call you out and say, sweetheart, I think I should lead right now yeah. because I'm definitely ahead. When we buy, when we bought this home, Emilia led because she was in real estate. Yep. She has much higher awareness. And so we're really good at trying to understand where, who should lead and when. And so to mm-hmm. go back to the original story here, your client, the growth, hyper growth oriented partner didn't have, in my opinion, enough courage to call the other partner out of, Hey, I really appreciate that you're trying to, add value but mm-hmm. would you mind if i led this because honestly i already have my new year's resolutions and i i really have been doing this for a long time and i've been thinking about this a lot and i think you might be a little insecure right now yeah and so what i've found is that in intimate relationships all the coaches uh, all the couples that we've coached there's usually one partner who is more insecure mm-hmm. and there's usually one partner who's less growth oriented Normally, the less growth-oriented partner who believes in themselves less tends to be the more insecure one, and usually there's a lack of humility, and then the other partner is so fearful of losing love that they don't call it out. Yeah. And I, I this will be the last thing that I share, but I was on a monthly meetup yesterday, 
and we had 19 people in the room and it was all about goal setting, which is relevant to this story as well for 2024. And I said something that I've never really said out loud before, at least not to an audience. Mm -hmm. I said, having high self-belief that's real, like real high self-belief, not fake, is so rare. And here's the stats. So only 5% of people ever set goals. Of those 5%, only 8% ever achieve them. Mm-hmm. Which to me, underneath that is we just don't believe in ourselves that much. And so if you do have high self-belief, you most likely are statistically very lonely. Mm-hmm. And so that tends to, at least for me, I didn't have a lot of courage socially. I had a lot of courage in my personal life behind the scenes, but I didn't have a lot of courage socially. I, I in hindsight, didn't call out any of my friends BS. I didn't stick up for myself when I should have. I didn't say, wait a minute, you've, you read that book too, really? W- w- what was it about? Because they were just saying that. Yeah. They they probably heard of the book and talked about it, never really read it, and they're acting like they read it yesterday just to kind of one-up me. Yeah. And so I'm not implying <laughs> that that's what happened with your client and her partner, but at the end of the day, I think courage and humility are 100% necessary <laughs> in order to have a vulnerable, wonderful, connected relationship. Definitely. So um, I, I want to pull in my favorite qu- quote by Socrates here. It's, I know that I know nothing. And I want to pull that in here because this is where I was talking to another client about humility because I think humility, the best, the best example that I could give is, or I would say visual, is think about the ground. Think about the ground. You know that you can build yourself up to be super tall and you can have all this awareness and you can, you can read books and you can do all these things that are going to make you so much more than you are right now. But someone who is humble knows that they started always from the ground. And they built themselves up to be something. And it doesn't matter how tall, how pride, how aware they are. They know that they are always going to be grounded. And really at the even bottom of the, the word hummus, it's like it's ground. Hi, everybody. I'm Caleb. And this is my beautiful wife, Angela. Uh, we're pretty new clients to Alan and Amelia and their conscious couples coaching. Yeah, I think we started back in early 2022, around February. And our relationship has completely shifted in a few short months. I think one of the biggest takeaways from working with them was our communication, which I believe is an obstacle for most couples. Um, I was talking to Ange in a way that I would understand, but it wouldn't connect to her, which caused some arguments. But Al and Amelia were able to point that out. And now I can talk to her how she's going to understand. She can do the same for me. Yes, our communication went is way better than um, it's ever been. We've been together for about six years now. And as well as just really figuring out what our core values personally are, but as well as what they are um, in our relationship. So being able to communicate from that space is really valuable. So thank you, Alan and Amelia, for everything you've done and for leading the way. So grounding. To be grounded is to be humble, meaning you have a lower opinion of yourself than your merit actually demonstrates. I would, so I would argue case, that humility is having an accurate opinion of oneself. I would say Whereas that that's more fair. arrogance, which is the opposite of humility, mm-hmm. is having an inflated opinion of self. Yeah. <clears throat> which is usually just an overcorrection from insecurity. But Exactly. Sorry, so arrogance is the opposite of humility. Um, and courage, the, the stem of that is from the heart. So courage is from the heart it, in Latin. So a lot of people think that being vulnerable in this case where my client approaches the partner and says, hey, let's do this growth-oriented thing, 
in that micro moment, the partner is actually really insecure and doesn't even know it. And so automatically the protectors that drive start to get activated and say, well, let me think my partner saying that she wants to do this. So let me go ahead and drive. And so often, even to the example that you gave earlier about us podcasting, babe, we interpret whatever our partner's ask is as us being activated and having to do something. For example, Mm -hmm. me just automatically leading. And I see that happens in partnerships a lot where you don't realize that you're insecure because of the stories and the narratives that we tell ourselves to try to prevent us from actually seeing the pain of being insecure and how uncomfortable that is. Um, But yet when you have two partners that one of them is growth oriented at maybe like a level three and is just dipping their toe into it. And then you have another partner that's been growth oriented at a level 10 for three to four years, you don't recognize how big that gap is. And as you start to recognize the bigness of the gap, insecurities really start to grow. And it's only with courage that you can address them, the gaps. And it's with humility that you can acknowledge and accept the fact that the gaps are there and maybe you shouldn't be leading when you inherently are, when your insecurities are saying, let me, let me lead this activity. So I'm actually really excited to see with these clients in particular, One of them is actually going to be way more courageous in this relationship and has committed to herself that that's going to happen. Which will create humility. Absolutely. Because it will, it will. So think about it this way. If she has the courage to call that out, Mm -hmm. there's two responses. You're either going to get someone who egos up even more and is even more arrogant of who do you think you are? Get off your high horse Mm -hmm. or is going to say, yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. I'm sorry. I I didn't realize that that you were way ahead in this and and it would benefit for you to lead. Yeah. And if if it's the second one, that's the the unlocks together mm-hmm. of courage will create humility and then humility will create more opportunities for courage and it's a cycle. It's a beautiful cycle. It's a beautiful cycle. And I, what I've come to realize and I didn't mean to interrupt you love, but what I've come to realize is that my lack of courage mm-hmm. in past relationships never catalyzed humility in the other partner because I was pretending to let them lead when of course they're going to get arrogant Mm -hmm. when I never call them out on anything that they're inaccurate about because I'm such a coward. And so I think that's really important to understand. And (laughs) if that person's listening, (laughs) I don't think you're a coward. I think that sometimes um, we are cowardly. Definitely. And, and I think that, I mean, both of these partners have demonstrated um, courage in this pursuit to understand more accurately where their levels of humility and courage are. Um, and I think that that's just such a beautiful thing. So um, there's something else that I was going to say to that. Oh, the partner that, so the client, their commitment to be more courageous, one of the activities that I actually had them do was to set a boundary, to actually approach their partner about this. Because so often we start to kind of shrink underneath those moments. We sweep those moments underneath the rug when we're bothered and when we feel unseen, unheard, and unvalued. For example, this moment where my client should have been leading and in hindsight, she didn't. Mm -hmm. That was like her shrinking herself and she's not doing herself nor her partner any favors in doing that. So her boundary that she's going to now be setting, what I thought was really beautiful, instead of calling out the other partner for X behavior or this behavior of like you led when you shouldn't have, that's going to be a part of this. She's actually, she was so humble that she called out her own behavior of, I didn't lead when I was supposed to. Yeah. I didn't communicate that I want to lead this activity. So that and I think even is more really is beautiful. I should. 
be leading. Yeah, I should be leading this. And so often when we do start to approach <clears throat> what we call this is confrontation at its finest, we have such negative experiences with confrontation because the finger's always pointing outward, which what is that going to do to an insecurity that is right there? It's already going to inflame it. Like that's where you see the combativeness of partners and fights start to really break out instead of vulnerability and ownership and taking responsibility and connecting after a moment like this. So for all of our listeners, just so they have a tangible takeaway, rate mm-hmm. yourself from zero to 10 on your level of humility. Yeah. If you're listening to this show, you inherently are, are probably more humble than you think because you're learning from Emilia and I, and that requires hum- humility. Definitely. Uh, especially me. Cause I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, number two, that's called self deprecating. Yeah. That's not real humility. No, that's, no, that's no. outward modesty. That's fake. I do know my shit. <laughs> that's arrogance. See, I'm demonstrating. Okay. So, uh, zero to 10, where are you at in terms of humility? And if you say 10, you're wrong and yeah. you're not humble. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10, right? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll share this story, story briefly. I know we got to go. But uh, I'll never forget, Emilia came to me. She said, you're the most humble man I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I really appreciate that, sweetheart. I just, I've never personally identified as someone who's super humble. <laughs> and she literally was like, Alan, that's exactly what a humble person would say. And I was like, oh, oh am I God. humble? <laughs> and then after that, I was like, I'm the most humble. <laughs> right? And then I lost my humility. It's like that weird duality. Uh, funny. Uh, yeah, funny. But now you've come to five. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah Like you're so. not over, <laughs> you're not under. And, and I think that that's- I'm so humble. <laughs> that's this journey though, that this client and her partner are going through. They're yeah. trying to find where they're actually at and kudos to them. And if they're listening, I'm, I'm sure they'll know who they are. But with that, like it is- it takes courage from both ends. Number one, to accept where you actually are in your humility, if it is less than your partner, mm-hmm. which that's always the case. There's one area where I'm probably less humble than you are. One area where you're less humble than I am. For sure. One area where <laughs> I'm more courageous than you Definitely. or less courageous than you. And that's always going to be the case. Some Sometimes Alan should be leading. He should be the pilot. And there's sometimes in some areas in our relationship that I should be leading and I should be the pilot and he yeah. should be my co-pilot. And that's the thing that all couples having curiosity around who's the pilot and co-pilot in one area or another is so empowering. So zero to 10 rating yourself, where are you at in humility and zero to 10, where's your partner at in courage? Like all of that rating helps to really bring the tangibility to this. For our listeners, I want you to rate yourself zero to 10 in courage. Where are you? Zero to 10 in humility and then rate your partner as well. And what you'll probably find is that it's yin and yang. Uh, I think that Emilia is more courageous than I am. I, I know that you are. Yeah. You definitely are. Um, to a detriment sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which keeps me humble. So <laughs> it's a really good yin and yang. No, but seriously, I think that it's important. And I think what most of our listeners will find is that one partner has higher courage and mm-hmm. the other partner has higher humility. And that's okay. Let's try to get to center. Exchange. Exchange that those. value. And, and that will help tremendously. So yeah. we got to jump. Uh, thank you all so much. If you want help with this or anything else to flourish in your relationship, we do relationship talks coaching you can book a free session we actually just had someone books recently so shout out to you thank you for emailing us she emailed us for the conscious couples yeah uh, love languages the 25 conscious love languages so if anyone wants that email me alan at theweuniversity.com or emilia at theweuniversity.com all spelled just like it sounds and if you want to book a call the link will be in the show notes to register as well as will be a link to register for our first 
event of 2024. It's going to be virtual as we always do them the third Thursday of every single month. This is going to be January 18th by the time you're listening to this. And it's going to be digging into overcoming insecurities in your relationship. What better topic to talk about after this whole courage and humility bump and head thing. So if you're struggling in your relationship and you're, you want to get more connected to your partner, likely there's some degree of an insecurity that is right in the way. It's the barrier to entry, if you will, of connection. So click the link in the show notes to register. We would love to see you. You don't have to have your camera or mic on. We always like to say, come in in your comfort zone and we will see you there. So uh, just to give a little, little taste of what you're going to get. When someone is insecure, <clears throat> usually what they do is they puff up to protect themselves. It's not everyone. Not but everyone. Some people that yes, yes are puffer fishes. Yeah, and then some people turtle shell. We should so talk we, about that. We we Maybe are that. gonna definitely <laughs> for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, I want people to understand why they should come. Mm. Every time an insecurity is poked, there's usually an overcorrection. Mm-hmm. Either there's someone who's gonna shell up or someone who's gonna puff up. Definitely, and that destroys connection. So if you want to learn more about that and figure out who's who, who's the turtle, who's the puffer, who's the puffer turtle, it's a whole thing. It is. Um, it's just going to be a blasty blast. <laughs> so we hope to see you there. Please register at the link in the show let's notes. Let's have some fun. And let's have some fun. As always, it's not about you or me. It's about the, the we. we. Episode 100. Woo! Woo! Congrats, everybody. Talk soon. Happy New Year. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is a Lazarus88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.